Upstream with Jim and John, father and son conversations about discipleship and culture in the Pacific Northwest. I'm John. And I'm Jim. And today we're going to do a little holiday bonus for you. A short episode where we kind of review uh, 2021. We're going to actually go back to episode 87 for those of you who are longtime listeners. Uh, that was one year ago where we gave some forecast into 2021, what we hoped we would accomplish. We're going to review our list, see how we failed or succeeded. And then we're going to give some highlights from 2021 from our lives and then give a very short list of what we hope to be true by the end of 2023. Yeah, that's just a quick little holiday bonus episode. And uh, to kick it off, we're going to tell, we're recording this after Christmas, just the day after. And uh, we're going to share our favorite gifts that we gave and received this year. All right, John. So your your favorite gift you gave. What, what's the best gift you gave? Oh, I know. I know what I think it is. Uh, I don't know if you do because I don't know if you heard about it. But um, it's really small things. But it's uh, I Lindsay plays instruments, and she doesn't play them as often as uh, I would like her to because they're kind of one is violin, which is you know she says is loud and she doesn't want to bother people and uh the other is mandolin and so the way i learned to play my instruments was i kept them close to my workstation game station you know where i spent a lot of time and just would pick them up and play them so for violin it's not that easy but because i want Lindsay to play more mandolin just for my own selfish reasons i want to i want to listen to her more i got her you want to fill the love shack with music exactly so i got her a uh wall mounted um it's basically like a prong where you you put the you hang yeah, the you, put, you hang the neck of the yeah, the, the, neck of the mandolin yeah um yes yeah, so I got her one of those it works for both that's why I got my my tongue twisted it's a ukulele mandolin wall mount got her one of those and then a chord chart poster and so I figured in her office her home office put the poster up put the wall mount hanger up and put the mandolin in there and so uh, while she's you know reading emails or she's got a little break or whatever can just do that. And uh, I don't know why I liked it a lot. I like that idea. I hope I hope it works. If she's listening did to it, this, did it? Uh, did she appreciate it as much as you hoped she would? Yeah, she had actually said she wanted. Uh, she's thinking about getting one anyway. So I felt a little okay. Now I'm there. I, I'm gonna go ahead and use my favorite gift to brag about another gift you gave because uh, when we first lived here, we had a uh, a home with this giant dang dying tree in the back. That you and Jaden, my granddaughter, your niece, um, had imaginations of it being like a monster. And so she wanted you to draw a picture of you and her and that monster tree. And so when she opened that gift, I got to tell you, man, it blew her away that you did it. And so you drew yourself and her as like adventure characters with swords and uh, and this you you turned this tree into a an absolute terrifying monster and uh i mean she was blown away i was blown away and and so when you started with it's the simple things i thought i just sat down and drew a drawing but uh that was a spectacular gift i appreciate that i the the skill hopefully was made up for with the heart (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's not going to win any art contest or anything but it was just pen and ink it was just pen and paper and uh but it was elaborate and uh, how long did it take you? What do you think? 
Uh, an hour and a half. Yeah, that's 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 given, man. Well, uh, tell me your favorite that you gave, and then we'll both do receive. The favorite that I gave, uh, which, you know, I don't know if it means as much to the people who I gave it to as it does to me, but last summer on our family trip, we had a photographer come out, and so I had some photos printed and bought some frames and am giving each member of the family uh, some of the pictures framed from that photo shoot. Um, and that's really meaningful to me. And it, and it thrills me to think of everybody having pictures of each other hanging in our homes. That is awesome. That's a great gift. And the trip itself is an amazing gift. Yeah. The best gift I received, my daughter, Julie bought Sue and I tickets to a Seattle Kraken hockey game on new year's day. So these aren't just seats. These are center ice, low, uh, incredible seats. And so on new year's day, Sue and I will be going to our first Seattle Kraken NHL hockey game, which we are fired up about. That's going to be awesome. I'm jealous about that one. But you, uh, yeah. that's definitely, if anyone should go, it's definitely you. And what uh, what was your favorite gift you received? I'm nervous on this one because I feel like I'm always forgetting one of the things <laughs> I got. Uh, but I got a really cool uh, belt buckle, actually. I had just bought a belt that uh, has, you know, it can clasp and unclasp for a hinge and a buckle. And Lindsay got me a buckle. And she, I always thought, you know, because I love Western stuff, I thought she was kind of pushing back on that. But if she right. was, she wouldn't have got me the buckle. It's not that audacious. It's pretty low-key, uh, but I like it because I know that she is just, I don't know, it, it means a lot to me that she uh, indulges my... my yeah, uh, your, your Western idea, because she got it at a Western store. You know, it's a Western company. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, she didn't buy you boots, so... Well, yeah, she's, she's not going, going on the record. Yeah. I told her that. I said, next is the boots, and she said, no way. The boots and the hat, that's a no. Uh, she also got me, she made, my, my probably my favorite that she that she gave me. I forgot about this one, so, so scratch that. That's a that's a good one, too. She made me a uh, cross-stitch, and uh, she normally embroiders. Cross-stitch is a little more tedious um, for her, uh, so that means a lot to me that she made a cross-stitch, and she's this really cool, it's... Uh, um, kind of a, a generic style bottle of whiskey with a rose in front of it. She just likes oh. the pattern and thought I would like the pattern. And uh, and I do. So she put it in a cool glass frame, and uh, it's beautiful. She's very talented. So I, I love that's that, That's awesome. Too. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, so let's dive into um, episode 87 last year, John. Um, I think you should just give your whole list, you know, what they were and your degree of success or failure. Let's kind of go rapid fire. We're talking bullet points here. You can uh, you can tell the truth, or you can make excuses, or you can brag. <laughs> Whatever is appropriate. Let's hear it. As if telling the truth and making excuses were not both the same thing. <laughs> but no, you're you're right. Excuses so. are the skin of reason stuffed with lies. Oh, what's that from? I don't remember, but I like it. <laughs> you could just claim it for your own. Uh, okay, so my list. I had four things last year. We said we'd do three to five. Of things that uh, the way we worded it was not quite resolutions. There are things that you want to be that you can say are true at the end of the next year that are not true right now. Yeah, at the end of the year, you wanted to be able to say this is done. Yeah. This is true. So yeah. you can't you, just like working out more is not the thing because it has to be right. a, you know. So uh, my first was uh, not only one. This shows how naive I was. Not only one project, but I wanted to have finished two writing projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only excuse I'll give for this one <laughs> is that the first project was very small, and that I was like, "Well, this will be so quick that then and I it should... could have been if we if we had stuck to the game plan, it could have been. 
but that it evolved. Mean, it evolved it's into not a bigger project. Spot. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that one we've talked about before was a writing project. Started off originally as a a children's novel or a children's book, and now it's mm-hmm. more like a young adult. Not quite young adult because that means more like Hunger Games kind of thing. More like a Narnia aged kind of fantasy book. Yeah, and uh, and I didn't even finish that. So so that is an unequivoc- unequivocal failure. Um, but it's still going. We have one persistent uh, uh, patron. <laughs> she's very very lovely. I'm a big fan, and she's always bugging me about this book. And, and uh, I hope a, she never stops. I hope yeah. she never stops either. And I need it. Yeah. Uh, next was uh, to start financial investments, and uh, because just because me and Lindsay have been very good with our margin. Yeah, and uh, we're good with money, but it's just it's just kind of sitting there. So it was to start that money sitting there, just taking naps when you could say get off your butt and go to work. Exactly, and I failed there too. I have not started investing. Oh, that brings us to three, which was <laughs> <laughs> which was to get rid of my student loans, and this I did. This is the one I'm most proud of for this year. Uh, we had lots and lots of loans, and okay, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I got rid of all our private student loans. And I wanted to do that before we got a house, and we did. And there was a lot of them. That's awesome. That- and, yes, now I have a, a pittance of federal loans, which my plan was to, you know, put those away until Uncle Joe said that they could, you know, that they were forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of reneging on that. So we'll see how that goes. Well, you never know. You never know. And who knows, Bernie may still run for president at the age of 97 <laughs> and forgive your debts for you. So yeah, a brain um, in a jar named Bernie Sanders will yeah, roll up on the how- podium. Right. How much uh, debt, how much loans did you pay off between the two of you? Man, uh, we there paid was a, off. There were some miracles involved, but what? Yeah, we paid off on our own, I think like 25 grand in a year. That's awesome. Maybe a little less, maybe 22. But yeah, it was intense. That's awesome. Okay, then what's the next one? Next one was, uh, we actually just talked about it recently again, but about... At the time, I had had these recurring um, uh, loops of struggles with salvation and works and grace and and this uh, theological puzzle box that's been, you know, people have been mm-hmm. working on it for centuries, thousands of years. Um, and I was really, it was very frustrating at the time, and in my resolution was to be at peace with it. I had said that, uh, you know, I don't think I'll be able to solve it any more than I can just be at peace with it. And that's very much true. It's still a mystery. I'm not ready to write a book on it or anything. Um, but mm-hmm. basically, the theme of this uh, fall and start of winter for us has been on um, a routine of spiritual disciplines to uh, nurture a abiding relationship with Christ. And uh, and that's been huge. And so for me, even though I haven't, you know, I couldn't probably ace a test on this subject i have the piece and i and that's in large part due to what i think is even more valuable than my intellectual understanding of the mystery that i actually have this relationship with uh with christ so i'm I'm in a good place with that you so said, well, you don't you so you don't necessarily understand the the correct theological answers to some of those questions you are at you are at peace knowing that god has it all figured out and you just got to stay close to him Exactly. And that was exactly how I said it last year. So uh, I got two out of four, which, you know what? Dun, I'll, dun, dun. I'll take the I'll take the 50 Russian judge says three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so, turn. OK, so two out of four. That's that's really not bad. 
Okay, my first one was that I would reduce our financial overhead costs by 20%, which I did. Nice. Um, yeah, we and I accomplished that fairly early in the year. Uh, then what we did at the end of the year, we actually did this in November, is we purchased a second home in Colorado, um, wanted to have some investments that were not stock market related. It also provided a really great housing scenario for um, our daughter, Tina, and two grandsons, and a place for Sue's uh, business to have a Colorado location as well. And so um, so now that 20%, you could argue, is gone because of this uh, new investment and the the weight that it could become if we have maintenance issues or whatever. So, um, But feel really, really good about that. Yeah, that's the second awesome. was to yeah the second one was to do this dad deck which is a fifty two cards uh, conversation starter for dads and their sons or daughters and uh, I think I have thirty five cards um, basically written but none of them designed and the project has been at a stall for a long time now. So that's a fail. Part of the stall is um, I actually had um, some significant feedback from potential consumers that this is not because my idea was to have it done in time for Father's Day. And the, the, the reception I got from a lot of men I mentioned it to is, yeah, that's what I need for Father's Day is another gift to show me how lousy a dad I've been and try to get me to do it better. <laughs> so uh, it dawned on me Father's Day is not the best time to sure. sell that. Sure. Um, but I do, I do dream of dads having conversations like we have uh, with their kids. But that's a fail. That's it. It got progress, but certainly not anywhere near completion. Yeah. Third one was uh, to do another family trip, which we did. We went to Estes Park, rented a giant uh, cabin at the YMCA of the Rockies. All of our family members showed up. We had a great time. That was a huge hit. Uh, then I had a goal to write a non-devotional book, um, whether it would be, um, well, it would be, it would be topical and um, faith building or self-help or whatever you might call that. Sure. Um, but not even close. I worked on a project on the side, got very uh, discouraged by the progress. And so that was a, that was a fail. But I have learned, I think, uh, especially through this group we've been doing and the resources we're using there, I have learned that this devotional writing actually is something I'm good at. I have a natural affinity for it. So I think I'm going to just embrace that. And Instead of trying to go in only for the, the non-devotional genre. Yeah, instead of trying to go for either a church leadership book or... Um, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. So, but I, but I, I really do like daily reflection, uh, kind of writing where it's, um, I don't know how many words that would be. John, when the pursuit, how many words was one day? Wasn't it like two fifty? Or yeah, two fifty to three fifty, somewhere in there. Yeah. So I like the idea of doing some writing where it's two fifty to five hundred words. Uh, and then some reflection processes to participate in. I I have a knack for that. So I think I'm just going to embrace that and make that my project goal for 2023. 
the last goal we had was to build a front deck at my house and for Sue and I to actually do the construction work on that front deck. We uh, pivoted. We did some landscaping. We did some, we did plenty of investing in our home, but the front deck got bumped to a lower priority. So that one was a fail too. So let's see. I completed two of five. So you scored a little better. You were 50%. I was about, I don't know what that is, 40% maybe. Yeah, 40%. That's all right. I uh, I think you were a little more ambitious than I was, so it makes sense that I would have scored a little better. That's that's probably true. So now when you think about this list and you think about the highlights of the year to you, John, what are the best parts of 2021 for you? Like the things you – and you can only have two or three that you would say, I'm really grateful for or, um, you know, this is what comes to my mind as the best parts of 2021. Sure. So uh, it's funny. I feel like as far as, you know, the populace is concerned, 2021 was another difficult one. But I feel like I had a great 2021. Uh, really? So the because I think people would say it's still a messed up, crazy, very difficult, stressful world. Yeah. And that's this is not to belittle that. But I just had uh, you had I, a good I, I had a good time. I thought I had a good 2020 also, but I'm having an even better. twenty twenty one. Well, let's hear it. Uh, okay, so um, I won't put these in priority order. I'll put the first one in priority order. So the number one is the number one, and then the second two are tied. Okay. Uh, so number one is uh, getting a house. Mm. Uh, uh, me and Lindsay uh, bought a place and uh, had a really, really great group of family and friends help us move. We got it all done in probably four hours, uh, and that was awesome. I'm very grateful to them for coming out. Uh, and we love the place, uh, you know, furnishing it and finally getting all the kinks out. We're finally in a place where it feels more or less done. Um, your wife is a great nester. She's really turned it into a, into a real warm home feeling. She's amazing. And uh, it's funny just how small things can just be, can just kind of have weird complications like replacing the bricks in our fireplace, which are like proprietary bricks that no one carries anymore. Like really weird, you know, just, I guess it's kind of some house owner kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very, very grateful. And, uh, and it's great right now that it's covered in snow. It's so beautiful. And it's, uh, it's just a blessing, uh, tied for second first of the first I'll bring up of the tide for second is, uh, we, me and Lindsay did a trip it was our anniversaries in August, but we were moving. And so we consolidated that with my birthday and we did like a birthday, John's birthday slash anniversary trip to uh, this old ranger cabin, which now an Airbnb in a squim on squim Bay, just mm. like uh, 12 minutes outside of town. And Is, uh, do you have, can you drive straight to it? Yeah. 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 You don't have to hike anywhere no. to get to it. No, it's a, it's on a road. Is it in timber? Uh, what do you mean? I'm sorry. Is it in the forest? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole, if you drive out there, it's just a bunch of people's houses. And uh, so it's almost like it's... It, oh, it's like in, it's in a neighborhood then. Not in a neighborhood, but it's like on Tilly Road. You know, there's just, there's individual properties all along the road of people's oh, houses okay. that look over the bay. And it's so like this a, is, yeah, this is off off that road. Like a community of acreage properties. Totally, exactly. It's like okay. that. And then, and then on this property is a bunch of other smaller cabins that uh, the people who own that little place, they're all different Airbnbs. Oh, um, so we did have neighbors a little close by, but yeah, socked in by uh, trees and right on the water. You can see the water. That's um, awesome. 
Yeah, it was super cool. And uh, I love being on the peninsula. I don't go up there very often, and I've never been to Squim, and it is awesome. It is you so love Squim. nice. Love it. Why? Uh, what do you mean, why? Have you been there? I have. I've, I've driven through it twice thinking I would love it. I got went all through town one time to fall in love with it because it has the lowest rainfall of all of Western Washington. It is? Uh, it gets the same amount of rainfall as San Diego. No way. Yeah, Squim. It's this one little, they call it, uh, they call it something. They have a name for it. It's a little triangle piece of pie that the rain literally jumps because of the mountains there and the bay or whatever. And Squim gets the same annual rainfall as San Diego. Well, it looks the same. It's got the same level of trees. It's, it's oh, beautiful. yeah, and it's overcast. It just doesn't rain much. You can play golf there. You can play golf there all year. Well, I loved it to death. Uh, amazing restaurants. I had the best pancakes of my life at uh, the Oak Table <laughs> in Squim. Uh, some of the best fish tacos I've ever had in my life. They have this place called the um, Salty Girl. It's a the salty it's, girl. It's not as hoochie as it sounds. It's just a little little uh, fish bar place. Um, it was awesome, and uh, just it was at the end of summer, so I was all wore out with how hot it had been, and right. up in Squim, it was you know down to like the high sixties, and then we went up to Hurricane Ridge, and it was foggy and I misty. love it up there. Yeah. It was incredible. So that trip was awesome, uh, and then also tied for second is the family trip to Estes Park, which uh, was a blast. Uh, there's stress when you bring the whole family together, so it wasn't as uh, <laughs> as carefree as Squim. Squim was, you know, like being on a cruise. There was nothing, nothing holding me back in Squim. Yeah. Uh, but I love being with my family. I loved Estes Park. Uh, talk about a perfect environment, like weather-wise. It's just unbelievable yeah. up there. Yeah, we saw a ton of giant elk and played yeah. putt-putt and just a bunch of stuff. It is and stressful. I, you, had a, you had a lot of little kids. and Yeah. Some people are sleeping on couches, so it wasn't um, as comfortable as it could be. But still, uh, I don't know, still just amazing. I love being with my family. And uh, for my own media things, I would never, you know, when I if I bring this up as a media review, it has its own connotations. But I was reading The Shining at the time, just coincidentally. <laughs> and uh, and Stephen King and had so the we idea went over the, the Shining Stanley. at the Stanley yeah. Hotel. And so uh, I didn't even do that on purpose. I just was reading The Shining. And so... Uh, a very strong associative memories. So, like, I think of Estes Park and I think of that trip. I think of um, the album I was listening to at the time and the book I was reading at the time and being mm-hmm. with family and drinking coffee. and It was awesome. I loved it. That's awesome. So those are my top threes for 2021. All right. My top three for 2021 were um, the Estes Park family trip. Obviously. These are not, these are not in, uh, in order because I, I, I didn't think that deeply. Uh, but that... that was great and the photos that we had taken were great and so that's kind of a tangible hold on to that drags it out um the second is um, a sabbatical that the church board gave me and so i did uh, eight week sabbatical and while i stayed really really busy through it it was just a phenomenal time to gain clarity from the lord and establish uh, some deeper habits in my life and stuff so it was great sure. and then um, the, the prop, this one would be number one. It's a combo of this discipleship group we started and are in that's now, I think we're, man, how many weeks are we in there, John? Maybe 12 weeks, 13. I don't know. I kind of lost track. It's been a while. It's been a while. And, um, 
we're all we're reading content and lots of scripture and comparing notes and having discussions once a week. And then the spiritual disciplines that we started, I've been really, um, man, just in a deeper place of learning to be in Christ, abide in Christ. So part of it's the group. Part of it is these, just this grace of God that's drawn me to this deeper space. So, uh, part of that was, uh, I did a, I did a drive to Denver and back to help move Bethany, um, around the 4th of July. And I had 50 hours in my truck by myself. And that was really the starting point of just, it was, it felt like, it felt like 50 hours of just amazing connection to God the entire time. It's one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced. And so that really jump started it. The group started after that, I think in October and, um, I'm just having, but, but yeah, yeah. So I'm just having a good time, um, really rooting and established in Christ, uh, spending much more energy and time, um, connecting to God, reflective prayers, um, these disciplines and it's making a powerful, powerful difference in my life. So that really is the highlight of my year. That's awesome. I, I totally forgot to, for some reason I was thinking more like, I don't know, uh, frivolous kinds of things, but, uh, yeah, that is no joke. Um, it's a, it's a, a huge deal. I forgot about your trip and you were uh, elated when you came back from that. That's really awesome. Yeah, it, w- it was pretty awesome. Okay. Let's wrap it up by talking about, uh, 2023. Give me, um, I'll go first this time. I mean, 2022. Yeah, that'll be true by 2023. Yeah, there you go. So um, I have four things. I think you have three yep. that we hope will be true by January 1st, 2023. So I'll go first and uh, you can finish this out. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Let's hear them. Okay, so back to the front deck. I didn't get it done. I want to get it done in this <laughs> next calendar year. Uh-huh. Uh, whether we do it ourselves or not, I'm not going all in on that. But I really want that front deck. I think it's going to beautify the drive up of my home and be a great place to hang out. So uh, that's first one. Second one, family trip again. This time Orlando. Um, our my nephew Ben, your cousin, uh, will be in the in the Special Olympics. He qualified uh, out of four thousand athletes or out of four hundred athletes for this spot. He earned it. And there will be 4,000 Special Olympic athletes from around the world there. And uh, we're going to make that our family trip. So in June to Orlando to see that and to do some Disney stuff and Universal and beaches and whatever. It's going to be awesome. So really excited about that. Uh, Third, um, I want to complete my licensure for real estate appraising. I've started that. I have a trainee's license. This is kind of a side hustle for me, and it'll be my... Uh, it'll be my retirement side hustle as well, but I really have enjoyed learning a ton about real estate, meeting people, seeing homes. Um, and so I hope by January of 23, I will have completed the licensure part. I'll still have more to go, but that'll be, that'll be a big step. And then the last one is, or, or two more, I'm sorry, I got five. Uh, the next one is a Devo book. I want to go ahead and embrace that I that I want to write that kind of book and write another one. So uh, it may be 40 days of abiding in Christ, something like that, that'll kind of hopefully help people replicate the experience we're having now. 
Sure. Um, so that, and then the last one is to see three more discipleship groups in our church family occurring like the one that we're in, uh, not counting ours, three more of them. Gotcha. So, uh, that's my list. That's awesome. I love those. Uh, mine is shorter and will sound familiar. <laughs> uh, my first one is to finish. I've, I've matured. I now know what I am and am not capable of. My first one is just to finish one book, the same one I've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, when we got back from that SS Park trip, uh, you would have thought I was some kind of possessed man. I was writing 500 words a day, uh, even if I was up to like 2 a.m. Like it was, I don't know what happened. Yeah, you were um, you were on it, man. I was killing it. And then I've been a lot less consistent since then. So um, I w- at the end of 2022, I'd like to say... Yes, I did finish that book. It is finished. And uh, now that I know a little better of the kind of the process I'm doing with this and the iterative, the iterations of drafts and things like that, I will not say that it will be published by the end of 22, um, but it will be done and ready to be published because I don't really know how that process is going to go. But uh, that's awesome. The second one is, again, from last year's is to have uh, financial investments and, uh, you know, a little more. I guess all of this is kind of self-serving in a way, but that one, this one's the most self-serving. Do you um, guys have a retirement account? Lindsay does through work, but no, I don't. Okay, we don't okay. have a HSA or none of that. So yeah, yeah, um, it's just a whole big wide world that I don't know anything about. And it's intimidating, but uh, I need to get on that. The third would be, um, and I should have been more mindful of this when I lived in an apartment complex. But my third is to have some kind of, um established missional mindset regarding my neighbors. Mm. And uh, so, you know, it's tough. I thought where we live now is kind of a smaller town, and I thought there would be more neighborly kinds of things, but you don't even get a lot of waves back in this neighborhood. It's a, it's a little, yeah, everyone's doing their own thing. So They are, yeah. Which is a Washington thing in general, but be, I don't know. I thought the small town, who knows. My One of my neighbors is great. Uh, I talk to him whenever I see him. Uh, so... Anyway, maybe more of some kind of game plan or uh, being more disciplined as far as prayer. Um, but, uh, yeah, having that be an actual, consistent, mindful part of my life where uh, there's my, my mission to specifically my geographical neighbors. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, man, we hope that uh, well, as you as you vicariously participate in our successes and failures of 21 and uh, our our goals for 22. I hope you'll be thinking about what you might want to accomplish. We're grateful that you have spent the year with us. If you've been listening the whole year and been a part of the Jim and John family, we're super grateful. We continue to be amazed that anybody wants to listen. So thanks for listening. And uh, we're grateful. I think it's gonna be a good year, John. Yeah, I think so too. And yeah, uh, we hope you guys are having a great uh, holiday. Sorry, this one's a little shorter, but we will be back next week, starting off the new year with uh, back in back in the full swing of things, the full on father and son conversation. Um, if you want to uh, let us know some of the things that you are uh, planning on for next year, some things you want to be true at the end of next year, or uh, your favorite things of 2021, uh, we'd love to hear them. So either drop them in the uh, comments of our weekly Instagram post, uh, or uh, you can direct message us there, which is at uh, uh, Jim and John on Instagram, uh, or you go ahead and uh, email us at info at Jim and John, uh, no witch in the John, and we'd love to hear from you. We absolutely would. Thanks for listening. 
Have a great new year. Thank you.